Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Hey friends, this episode is part two to manifesting your purpose. So we didn't want to leave you hanging with just the ideas of surrender and not actually talk about it. You didn't think we was going to do you like that, did you? No, no, no. So stay tuned and know that the Fritz and I got your back. Let's take a quick minute and hear from our sponsor. Did you know that you can become a founding member in our community? That's right, we're growing a membership community and you can become a founding member. Our community is dedicated to supporting each other through this life, which feels like a hero's journey. Josh and I lead virtual sessions in an encouraging group environment called Breathing Room. And in between sessions, you'll have access to archives and my original guided meditation tracks. So for those of you keeping track, you'll get access to all the breathing room sessions valued at $25 a seat, all archived breathing room sessions, member exclusive guided meditations, access to our private Facebook community, additional supportive content, and you'll forever be known as a founding member. For a limited time, you'll get all of this for $11 a month. And pro tip, your card won't be charged until the first of the month. So you'll get the current month as a bonus. You'll be backing a small purpose-driven business as we support you during these current times. What a sweet deal. Visit julesloves.me slash get hyphen involved or visit Patreon directly. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jules Loves Me. All right, so guess who I'm with? Y'all know. Y'all know what's about to happen. With Jules and the Fritz. Bum, 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 bum. Jules and the Fritz. Bum, 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 bum. Jules. Jules. Jules and the Fritz. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, girl. Surrender. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Please. We gonna surrender this episode. How about that? Because we surrender everything. And what that means is there's a whole idea of surrendering almost being like the easy way out. You know, sometimes it's viewed as oh well you're just not taking control over your life and it's like well first of all let's (laughs) let's address control so the idea that you have control over life is a fallacy and it's a conditioning that we've Mm. all been raised to believe that you know if we could just show up and just take control things would go the way we want them to and that is just not the way that it works, you know? And if you ask yourself really and truly, is is that working for you? If you're listening, I'm guessing that that's probably not working for you. 
So the idea of surrendering your purpose is a place that we're going to get to. So we're going to walk through more of the how to and give some examples of how this has worked for us. So whenever the conversation of purpose is happening, the next part of it typically is around the idea of goals and setting goals. And I think that's a natural next step because you're wanting to take your purpose seriously. You know, like this is a lot of times you feel like your life's calling. A lot of times you feel this is your most important thing that you're here to do. Is it not? I mean, to me, right. that's what, when I think of purpose, I feel like this is it. And this what's the serious. thing? What's the thing that you always, I hear you ask people all the time whenever they're in a moment of being just like, just struggling with what they're, what they're doing in their life. Like, why is life like this? Why is everything so hard? You always ask them like, if you strip everything away, what is your what is your best, most beautiful dream of your life? Like, what's the most beautiful picture that you can paint about the way you want your life to go and go? And you ask people that and they always tell you some some you know beautiful purpose that they have and something that they really that lights them up and they would love to do. And then it follows with why they can't do that. Right. And so oh, it's so good because when they allow themselves to answer my question, which is about that most beautiful dream that they have for their life, it always includes something that they like to do, something that is not only enjoyable, but it's joy-filled. Like it Mm -hmm. brings them a lot of happiness, a lot of peace, a lot of just satisfaction and, and feeling whole. Right. You know, the idea of it makes feel like I would be firing on all cylinders if I could could do that thing. And the next part of it is they always want to help people. And so there's almost this block, this hindrance of feeling like I can't figure out the thing that I want to do that could help people. And that's very frustrating. So. The idea of going about it in the way of maybe a student would, you know, you have a project and you want to take your project seriously. So you set goals in place and you check the goals and you know that when you hit these certain marks, you're on track. I mean, you are going to get to the finish line because you have ensured that that's going to happen, right? The tricky part about that is you don't know which way it's going to turn and twist and what's going to unfold and what's going to happen when this thing happens and it's going to trip off this set of events and you can't predict any of that. So what then feels like, you know, the right path for you starts to get really uncomfortable and it just doesn't feel fun anymore. And it just feels like, ah, I'm not doing this right. But then you think about the people you want to help. You think about the impact and then you get really frustrated because if you could just figure out this damn thing, if you could just stick to your goals. I feel like there's folks out there right now who are like, oh, you are just all up 
in my emails, all up in my texts, all up in my phone conversations right now, because I know I'm not alone. This is such a conversation that is universal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have this conversation all the time with folks and I, it comes from such a, a deep rooted place of good intention. Right. You're trying to do it the right way. What I want to share is that I believe that we're trying to do too much. We have too many expectations, too many preferences, and we're way too hard on ourselves about the whole damn thing. So take that in for a second. So know that in this conversation, we are going to take the burden off of our shoulders. Let's go ahead and visualize the burden coming off of your shoulders, okay? Because that's not what this is about. This whole thing is about you getting to enjoy this experience called life. And as you enjoy this experience called life, you get to help other people because you're enjoying your experience. That's actually how this works. So the more that we can understand that our way of going about things, our way of processing is all based on an old system. It's based on old conditionings that the thought that we have the control over it and that we can make it go the way we want to. And if we're just really, really good, then all these rewards of what we want will flow. We'll come showering down from the heavens. Right. <laughs> right. Showering down like the rain that's coming, pouring around us. Thanks for King Sally. <laughs> so the, the thought that we want to, the idea that we have is about having a goal. And that goal is what? That goal is your desired outcome. That that goal is your big picture. It's your it's your dream. It's the ultimate that you want to accomplish. And the the, the goal I don't think is the problem. People love to dream. People love to, to see the goal. The the issue comes when you don't necessarily release how you're going to go through the experience of getting to the goal. Getting there. So for anyone who's listening and they're not really sure of what that goal would be maybe they haven't allowed themselves to dream big because the fear of dreaming big just gets in the way when you're thinking about your purpose and what you were brought into this world to do when you think about that and you think about the dream in your heart the thing that you almost can't even speak out loud like you can't tell anybody about it (laughs) what no no i mean that's just something i like to play around with in my head i don't want to tell anybody that that's what i'm talking about the thing that makes you get bashful the thing that makes you feel like "Mm, mm -mm." so that thing for me has been oh my stomach just flipped as i even thought about saying it (laughs) Ooh. So that thing for me has been to write a book. It makes me feel all sorts of kinds of ways. Like I could cry right now and I have no idea why. Just because it makes me feel a wealth of emotions, we'll just say. It makes me feel so excited. It makes me feel so connected to 
my gifts, my unique things that I have been given and helping people. Right. And so that together, and I, this is the first time, this time period is the first time I've ever actually said this to people. You know, I, I made the announcement in our last breathing room session and I, and you were surprised that I did. I was shocked. I was so proud of you though, because it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to tell the public or anybody outside of your close circle. Yeah. Let's just say that anybody outside of you. What your dreams are. Cause you know what, you know, a lot of people will, you know, some people take that opportunity to take the, the dreams to then stomp on them. Stomp to on say them, right? like, Blow know, holes well, how could them. you do that? Sure. So what. I wanted to share in my biggest goal, right? So this is my biggest dream is to write a book is that once I was able to allow myself to even realize the dream of, oh, I really want to do this. Like, I don't want to just talk about it. I, I want to do it. Like, I want to turn the pages in this book. And I started to understand the importance of me writing this book and me sharing this book, when I started to understand the magnitude of that, I quickly realized that I was going to attach all sorts of things to it, of preferences, of wanting it to be successful. Timelines. Right. Um, how soon it was going to happen, how how fast I could make it happen, all of that kind of stuff. I realized that I was going to, I could overachieve the shit out of that. Okay. Like I definitely could put so much pressure on myself and choke out my creativity by then just going around in circles of how do I do this? How do I, and confusing myself, right? Mm -hmm. So if you friend have ever had a dream like this, that's a really big one. And you're not really even sure how to make it come to fruition and you found yourself overwhelmed and you know, all this kind of stuff. So stay tuned because you are not alone. I'm feeling this way. So I quickly realized I need to surrender it. I need to surrender it because I know the goal is to have fun doing this because I want my reader to experience my peace and my joy and my love. And I can't share that if I'm feeling so much stress and fear over the work that I'm doing because I want to make sure it comes out right. I want to make sure I do it right. I want to make sure it's impactful. I want to make sure it's successful, right? Like I'm going to block myself. So I knew quickly I had to get out of my own way. And the way that I know to get out of my own way is to, when I do my morning check-ins, to surrender not only my day, my life, everything I'm doing, to be in alignment with God's will, but including this book, because I am attached, I can be attached to the idea of my purpose. And now it becomes this thing that I'm chasing. When really, it's about me accessing it. It's about me being able to sink down deep into my inner heart and unlock something that can flow through me as the vessel that I can channel that onto the page and write out what spirit would have me write. 
and love may not enter where there is one spot of fear to mar its welcome. Hey now, mm. say that again. Love may not enter where there is one spot of fear to mar its welcome. So good. So we have the outcome, right? We have our goal, which is our destination. We know where we want to go. We know this is our big dream. We realize it. We may not tell people in the beginning about it. We may just keep it close to our hearts. So what about the steps from me realizing it to it happening? I think that's the biggest chunk where you say, okay, and then, and then (laughs) what's next? What do we do? Right. And that's where the daily surrender then comes into play because not only are you, you know, giving it up, but you're also following the guidance that you feel is being brought to you. So what are my daily steps to get to this end goal? My daily steps include writing. <laughs> I'm right. So when you break it down to the bite size of what you can do, right? My goal daily is to seek guidance and to put in some writing time. So I'm putting the action in. What I'm not doing is using my anxiety to, or using the, the, the energy of the anxiety to write out all these to-do lists and checklists and all these things that make me feel like I have a false sense of control over this thing. Instead, I'm writing. And sometimes I'm not sure exactly which part of it I'm writing. I'm just writing because I'm showing up and I'm following what feels right in that moment. And this is a radical practice because this is not the way that we have been conditioned to do things. It's all about setting the mark, hitting the mark onto the next one. Don't even celebrate that one. Just keep over and over again, over and over again. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. And so what happens when you do it that way? Because I've done it that way, too. You miss out on the experience. And that's what this is all about. This whole thing is. I believe an invitation for you to have an experience with the creator, with source, with spirit. You are getting an invitation to be in alignment and experience all the gifts and the blessings and the love that is there. And when you come to it like from that place from that intention then you feel like well what else could i want because you feel so solid in that space there is such a deep peace that comes from knowing that 
you are in communion. You are really working with something that is not outside of you. That is not something that you can hit the mark on and, and check the box on. It is something that you feel internally because that's the only way you access it. Right. Is by allowing yourself to sit in that and go, okay, what, what shall I do today? Oh, okay. That feels good. Yeah, let me do that. All right. And there are days where I, I don't necessarily um, write a ton, for example, or I, mm-hmm. or I accomplish a ton, but I feel so good about it because I know that what I did capture was what I was meant to do. And there's a sense of peace that comes from that. Right. And you have faith that your experience is guiding you to your outcome. Mm-hmm. You know that, that, you know, day after day of, of focusing on the thing that you want, which is to, to hold that book and to share that book and to share this message with so many people, you hold that in mind. And, and that, that gives you the extra courage and, and faith that required to move through it because on the experience, when you're going through the, the step-by-step part of getting to that final goal, things go up and down. Mm-hmm. There's not a, it's not like a steady climbing trajectory of positivity. That's just going to, you know, make this ride super easy. You know, things pop up, but things pop up because they're, they're things that you need to work out within mm-hmm. yourself. And the only way that you can move through those things and maintain your course is if you hold on to your faith mm-hmm. that whatever the situation is, is there for your highest good, even if you can't see it from your current vantage point. You got it. You know, as you move around that corner, boy, it looks real bleak. And so you get around that corner and then you're like, oh, yay. right. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I needed right now. And I trust that when those situations arise, when those disturbances happen within me that shake my peace, that try to distract me and knock me off course, I know that that is an opportunity for me to strengthen my muscles and muscles meaning the spiritual muscles of faith and trust so if i'm getting challenged or i'm getting um pushed or whatever have you i have to to pause check in and okay what are you feeling what's going on what's this all about oh, this is an opportunity for me to use my intuition to move forward with that, make a decision, choose love, choose peace over fear. So that's typically the the core that it comes down to. It's like whatever you you have the uh, details of the exact situation, but that's what it always boils down to. It's like I get an opportunity to make a choice. And then when I choose peace and I hook up with the Holy Spirit on it and I feel that that Christ within me is now strengthening me, booyah, Mm -hmm. there I am and I'm that much stronger. So I understand that I don't look at these things as 
oh, life's trying to take me down. You know, I, I, I'm like, oh, I'm, this is in order for me to get stronger so I can level up and I can continue doing the work that is being called of me to do. So the, um, the faith side of it is very, very, very important because if you don't believe it's working for your highest good, if you don't have faith that it's working for your highest good, it won't work for your highest it good. It won't. It just won't because it needs your cooperation. It needs you to trust it. It needs you to be involved with it because you're in a relationship. So you and I are in a relationship. Right. And if I'm telling you, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you, but my actions are showing you that I don't really trust you. So I'm always going to have a backup because just in case you fail me, I got plan B over here and I, yeah, I know I'm going to be okay. I don't, but I trust you. I trust. I'm gonna go through your phone though, but I trust you. I trust you. (laughs) I'm gonna read your mail, but I trust you. Right. Or whatever the situation, right? So you're in a relationship. You're still trying to maintain control. You, you don't believe. You're trying to maintain control. You don't believe that whatever the, the, whatever you want to call it, spirit, the, 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 the guiding force of life, you don't believe that it can make decisions better than you can. You believe that you make better decisions and you have better control over what's happening around you than what spirit could offer you. And that is, that's the biggest fallacy that anybody could really fall, you know, like victim to like you're to believe that you by yourself, you know, can achieve all these great things. You can achieve great things on your own by yourself for sure. Are you going to feel the deep rooted sense of purpose that we are seeking? Doubt it. And completion. You're seeking wholeness. Everyone's seeking wholeness, wholeness. you know, and wholeness wholeness comes from, it's a big picture that we're talking about within surrender because you're, you're surrendering, you're surrendering yourself um, you know, you're surrendering your ideas and you, you want spirit to be an integrated part of your life. Mm. But guess what? That also involves everybody else in the world that involves all of the other people, uh, because that's part of the whole, we are all connected to that same source. Um, and so that wholeness is what it takes for you to feel complete when you do things. Right. That's why helping people makes you feel good because right. you're connected to them. And so when you help them, you help yourself. Right. It's a give and, and receive. That's why it doesn't work when you beat yourself up. Right. Because you are not integrating all of your parts. Right. You're, you're judging your parts that you don't like and you're just damaging yourself mm-hmm. without realizing the severity of your actions. So, yes that oneness and that's what that's when you're surrendering that's what you're doing that's what you're you're, leaning into you're you're doing like a trust fall and becoming one when you fall Mm -hmm. you know it's not like you're gonna hit the ground event or any way or someone's gonna catch you it's like you're you're melding back into it perhaps perhaps envision yourself as the raindrop that's falling into the ocean Mm-hmm. And now you've become a part of the ocean. Right. You know, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking about. That's your what surrender. Trust falling into the ocean and yeah. you just become one with the water yeah. is the visual I got. So as far as the how to, so having the desired outcome, 
be your goal, like the biggest dream, the scary thing that you can't even tell anybody. And when you start to think about it, it makes your makes your butterflies and your tummy come out or your face gets tingly, whatever signal to let you know that it's important. Knowing that, realizing that, and then bringing that to everything that you do you know bring knowing that my end goal is to write a book so i may not be able to go in this left field direction anymore because that's going to take me away from my goals right. right so i think having that as a as a guide mm -hmm. as a north star if you will helps to keep you moving in the right direction right. so you don't squirrel off and take yourself into things and, and spend time and energy in places that don't make sense for your highest goal, like your biggest goal. And as you're in that process of that journey of getting there, you're also showing up trusting with a faithful heart that everything that's happening, all your actions, all of your feelings, all of the outcomes are all in alignment with your highest good which you don't know yet. And again, I know that this is a totally radical approach because we are so conditioned into believing that we have control over it. However, if we can allow ourselves to take that burden off of having to be the one that figures it all out, instead, if we show up to those obstacles and we go, oh, haha, you're a training session. You're a lesson that has a blessing. Got it. Okay, here we go. You approach it differently. And you know that you're it's there to teach you something or give you something that's gonna continue with you on your path. So faith is something that for me personally, after reading Untamed, I felt so liberated. If if y'all haven't read Untamed by Glennon Doyle, what are you doing? Come on now, get the book. It is. It really is good. And guys out there, don't don't shy away from it. I'm thinking that it's a, a book for girls because it's not. It's not. It's um. It's a book for humanity. Anyone it's, who it's wants to us. be free. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so it's letting us know how emancipate how yourself have, from mental slavery. Bound. Yes, exactly. How much we've been bound. So the idea of my faith being bigger than the box, the cage that I was trying to keep it in allowed me to really kind of burst through and realize that my faith is really big. And a lot of times my faith is something that I cannot put into words. I can't explain to you this faith that I feel. All I can do is trust that you seeing me live by it will speak the words that it needs to, to your heart. This faith that I feel is a feeling that's indescribable. So if that is how you're feeling, like maybe this religion over here didn't quite understand you or try to 
hold you down or maybe this place hurt you or you're not so sure about this or that. How about just having the faith be your personal thing that you don't have to explain to anybody else. You can just feel it and you spend some time in that relationship with it. How is it working in you as you and through you? How does this purpose want to be manifested in a way that is just a glorious example of the brilliance that you are shining in a way that brings others so much of whatever it is that they need, you know, bringing us all together. And then you having that without a shadow of a doubt feeling that this is it. I'm on it. I'm feeling good. Maybe I don't have check marks in the boxes, but you know what I have? I have peace. I have peace. Yeah. I have peace and I feel so good and things are working out and somehow this is okay and this is more than okay and look here and now this situation is unfolding and then oh wow I could never could have seen that coming oh wow couldn't even plan for that one you have to leave room for God to work you have to leave room for these experiences to overtake you for you to enjoy the ride, for you to enjoy this. This is not here to, to destroy you. It's here to dance with you. It's here to, to teach you and love you. And that's what I truly believe in the depths of my being. I know that to be true. Mm -hmm. So surrender your purpose every day surrender it all and trust that if it's not the book if, if i'm not meant to write a book if i'm not supposed to then i won't but if i'm meant to there's nothing that's going to stop me because the way will be made clear and that example and that truth happens over and over and over again in our lives and i think that's why it's important for you and i to speak about it to give the examples so people can see themselves and go you know what i feel that yeah i know that there's there's a truth bell that's being rung inside my heart that i can't unring right. yeah i just what keeps coming to my mind is that i know that so many people are like but surrendering is so scary it is the, the idea right? of surrendering yeah. anything sure. is so scary, especially my purpose, something as big as my purpose. I'm supposed to just give that up, you know, and surrender. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the reason the reason that surrender feels so scary is only because it's not the way that we operate. It's not the way we've been conditioned to operate. We've been we again, we've been conditioned to operate in a way that that controls every step along the way rather than knowing that there is a, a greater source that is that is helping you move through that situation, giving you experiences that it knows you can survive. You have survived 100% of your hardest days. Mm -hmm. And you can look back on those experiences and you can draw power from them. Um, surrender should not be scary. 
surrender should be empowering. Yes, you know? it, it can be empowering when you remember that is all happening for, for your, your highest good. good. So anytime fear tries to sneak its way back in and you find yourself trying to obsess about getting the, the right goals written down and accomplished and all this and that, all this external stuff, you affirm the truth that your highest good is at work. So surrendering it means take your hands off of it, make room for it to work and allow it to work. And every time you try to get in your own way and try to overcomplicate it and trying to control it and trying to explain it to other people, step back and affirm that it is all happening for your highest good. Every single part of it. So may this deep inner knowing reveal itself to you in the way that you can understand and bring you more peace, grace, and joy. And always remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Till next time. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired by the sacred space we created today, support and join our mission by donating on www.julesloves.me. And while you're there, take a look around, check out all the videos and blogs I've put together for you, and make sure to subscribe to my email list. And for all you social butterflies, you can follow me on julesloves.me on Facebook and Instagram. Want to support our mission even more? Visit patreon.com slash julesloves.me to become a patron and get even more food to fuel your soul. Join me next time for another wholehearted story. Thank you for listening. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you.